0: His enemies on your behalf when you sing praise. He just won't slap their hand. Stop that. He'll rush them like a screaming warrior, mighty eagle, because he wants to make his people more than conquerors. And the end of the scripture says he will prevail, he will triumph, he will conquer mightily against his enemies. That means he will defeat with a mighty blow and gloriously crush spirits of darkness, demons, ghosts, fallen angels who are stirring up Miami to hurt and torment its inhabitants. Do you believe you have an enemy? Got a couple here, three in the front row. You do? Okay, good. Because a lot of young people don't. They don't, they don't think the devil's real. I, I, you know, I saw the TV series on Netflix. But he is real. And you're probably suffering or have suffered under him or know relatives that are being oppressed, tormented, dysfunctional, uh, sickly because of the enemy targeting them. Well, I have a good answer for you. The Bible says that the enemy, that we fight not against flesh and blood, but we fight against spirit and principalities and spirits in heavenly places. So we don't fight people. Your problem is not your boss or your spouse. Revelation. Not your parents. Don't blame your parents. If they're, if they're acting strange and weirdly, take it to Jesus. Uh huh. We all take it upward, not we don't fight people opposed that, because see, some people are under the influence. Even Christians can be under the influence of spirits from time to time. I know I have. And it's not pretty for my wife when I'm under the influence of darkness. It's not pretty for anyone around me because he's under the influence. You ever notice, maybe you have relatives, maybe you don't have that, aren't saved yet. And, you know, maybe they drink too much or they have some addiction. And oh boy, there he goes again. Well, your heart says, you know, I'm sorry for him. I just wish he'd wake up and stop this. But when he's really under the influence, and it's really bad. Don't you sympathize? It's just kind of okay. We'll help you get you to bed. We'll take care of you. You just do what you got to do. Okay, they're under the influence, so you hate that substance that causes them to be dysfunctional. Well, it's the same when people are under the influence of demons and spirits, and they're raging at you, and they're 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 being evil and tormenting, or they're being under the influence of a lustful spirit or an unclean spirit. And don't get mad at them. Go against that devil that's behind them and fight for them in prayer and praise and reading the word. And I'm going to share with you our weapons in a minute. There's so much I want to share with you today, but I can't because of the limited time. So I brought my latest book. It's in English and Spanish called Authentic or Authentical. And Gateway published it. I'm so honored that Gateway would publish one of my books and Yacabo uh, uh, Ramos did uh, an endorsement on it in the Spanish version. And I have a new book coming out called Encounter, and it'll be in Portuguese first, and then it'll be in English maybe, and then Spanish. And Christine De Claro was so gracious to do a forward on that. So I'm just, I'm just so blessed what God's doing as I download to young leaders the things God's given me as my life study. I want to share it. I don't want you to have to go through what I went through. I want you to have a, be a quick learner. Get the tools. Get the resources. And so that song I just sang is not out yet. It'll be on YouTube this year sometime, but it's on this USB with five books mm-hmm, and some messages. <laughs> I'm getting blessed by my own announcements. That's really good. But it's a wristband. It's a four-gig wristband that you can wear, and it reminds you to be authentic in your worship. So this is the Costco special right here. It's really, it's worth $100, but you get it really cheap. I don't know, talk to Kimberly or Eduardo, they'll figure it out. And then we, my CD that has uh, some songs on it, but be careful, there's warning stickers on these that say don't play, warning, play at your own risk, not responsible for signs and wonders that may occur. Because when you start worshiping, you know, This is Pneuma Church. This is a power church. Power of the Holy Spirit is here. So we know we have an enemy and our struggles are caused by master evil spirits and armies of demons. And there's a threat of war. I didn't really realize that when I got saved, I'd immediately become a target for the devil. Because... The Bible says, and and this is interesting, you just got back from uh, Israel. Revelation 12, 17. So then the dragon was furious when he couldn't kill the woman who gave birth to the man-child, capital M. Israel, who gave birth to Jesus Christ. He was mad when he couldn't kill Jesus. So what does that scripture say? It says he went away to make war to the remainder of those of her descendants, that means all Jews throughout history, and who obey God's commandment and who have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's the Christians. So if you ever hear in the news where people are mad at Jews and Christians, you know what's behind it. The dragon. This anti sendemism this anti-Christ spirit in the world, the devil's directly responsible for that. So there is a war. There's a threat of war. He says he's going to make war against you and your family if you give your lives to Christ. Because you see, you once were children of the devil. You were disobedient. Your father was the father of lies. We all were like that. But then we got translated out of the kingdom of darkness into his kingdom of light. And maybe if you haven't experienced that, you can experience it today. And when you come into God's kingdom, you're washed in his blood, you're forgiven for your sins, the enemy's mad. Because he's a terrorist and a kidnapper, and he's going to go after you and try to get you back into his kingdom and under his control. So he goes to make war against Numa Church. You may wonder why things happen in your family, why things happen in the church that are unexplainable. Well, this is why. Because Peter said in 1 Peter 5, 8, watch out, stay alert, Numa Church, because you're Accuser, the devil, creeps around as an intimidating wild beast searching for someone to prey on. The python is out, searching, creeping around. He's a creeper. He creeps around in your Facebook page. He creeps around in the neighborhood looking for some innocent teenager, some innocent person who doesn't think the devil really exists because he never shows himself. He's always in stealth hidden you never know where he is and you don't know for sure even I doubt well maybe maybe I'm wrong maybe they're not under the influence maybe there's no demon activity there and I doubt and I doubt and he loves it he loves it because then he can play can mess around and get his tentacles into that person's spirit and hold them hostage and torment them and try them and tor- and hurt them but I have good news saints The Bible says that Jesus said in His own words, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven and behold, I give you authority to trample over all the power of the enemy. Amen? All the enemies under your sneakers. All of it. You have have authority. You have Jesus' authority to take authority. So take it. Don't go, well, Jesus, I just... I just kind of pray. No, in the name of Jesus, you will not harm him. You will stay away from him. Get out of here. And we have to be bold. We have to be strong. We have to be aggressive when you know it's darkness. You feel it in your spirit. So I want to talk about, uh, I want to equip you for armed combat. You men have been in the military. You know how to use guns. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're in the sheriff's department here. Maybe you know how to do, you can shoot guns, pistols. Uh, in Texas, we, we're a carry state, so we can carry guns. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with Texas. Imagine somebody trying to steal the offering at Gateway Church. No, we don't carry in the sanctuary. But there are people that do, and you don't know who they are. But do you carry spiritually? Do you carry your weapons of worship? Do you even know what the weapons are? No, most Christians. There you go. This guy is an overcomer. He's a genius. He's going to be a pastor someday. You're going to be a leader of leaders. And you're going to inspire people in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Wonderful, Amen. Let's let's honor him. Let's thank the Lord. Thank you, God, for your gift. boy you're raising up some power tool, power, men, powerful men here in the church. But I want to talk about power tools. I got tongue twisted there. Our weapons. Most Christians don't know their weapons and they don't know how to fight battles. But the Second Corinthians ten forces for the weapons of our warfare are not physical. That means they're not in the natural, but they're mighty before God. And the Jewish Bible says in Ephesians 6.13 that we are fighting spiritual forces, so take up every piece of war equipment that God provides mm-hmm, so that when evil comes, you will be able to resist, and when the battle is won, you'll still be standing. Ain't going to mess with me. See? But this is fresh revelation to me. I had to learn this later in life. No, I never heard anybody preach on this. So I want to equip you in the weapons of worship. Let's quickly go through some of them. You know the Word of God. Our brother just taught us this morning by lifting up his Bible. The the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, is how you fight. Okay? We know that one. We know the name of Jesus. Somebody, a friend of mine I know, uh, was going to be raped, and she yelled, the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus. The guy got freaked out and ran away. Is that coincidence? No. Okay, girls, carry your weapons. The name of Jesus. Sword of the Spirit. What about the blood of Jesus? We stayed at a lovely little hotel here, real close, on Mills Road. And, but we were agitated in the hotel room. There's something going on. So we had applied the blood of Jesus in that room, because we don't know what kind of activity was there before we came, and um, God, well, the spirit world knew that I was going to share this message because I whispered it to people, and demons can hear when you talk out loud. So don't do negative talk because they can hear it. And the demons say, "Oh, I'll make that happen. No problem." So you just keep the negative stuff to yourself and declare the positive things. I will be healed in Jesus' name, for the Bible says, "By His stripes I'm healed." That's a weapon. You just. You just fought right there. Now, there's also your testimony. They will overcome the devil, the dragon, by the word of their testimony, not the thoughts of their testimony and not the Facebook posts. It has to be out loud and loud, it's audible by the word of their testimony. This is, this is important because people put it on, they post stuff on Instagram. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not powerful until you speak it. It's not a word until it's heard. And when you declare it, it builds your faith. And when you declare it, it serves notice to principalities of powers who can hear what word. They can't read your thoughts or your Facebook posts. But they can hear your words. So when you talk negative, you, you attract demons. But when you talk positive, you repel them. Amen? I'm getting blessed by my own teaching. This is good. I want to get the... CD video and USB of this service I want to get it all and then they're stomping every place on which my feet shall tread he's given it to me every place some I wish I could rap he's given it to me but that's true right they marched around Jericho and mysteriously you were there Chris weren't you Pastor Chris In Jericho, you see those huge walls still there after 8,000 years or whatever it was? All because they shouted with a shout, blew a (laughs) trumpet. Signs and wonders. I know some people that, uh, some women, they told me in testimony at one of the meetings I was at that uh, the children in their elementary school were losing their virginity. So they decided to dress up as joggers with headbands and jogging suits and march around the elementary school. Every place on which our feet shall tread, God, you've given it to us, and we take this elementary school in Jesus' name. And they just did a prayer walk, a praise walk, whatever they called it, and they had declared that that spirit of lust will not infiltrate and affect our kids. And things started turning. But they were proactive and used their weapons of marching. There's another weapon, like prophecy. I haven't got time to talk about it, but... Uh, a pastor's wife in Dubai, daughter dies. She declared into the prin- to the principalities of power, she cannot die. The prophecies spoken over her have not been fulfilled. And she came back to life. Powerful. Paul told Timothy, fight a good warfare with the prophecies that gone over you. So there's fighting with prophecy. How about lifted hands? Remember the story of Moses? And they were going to war, the Israelites, against the, I think it was the Amorites. It was a hellish horde. If you study them, they offered their babies in the fire of Malak. They're so evil parents. parents They were tormented by demons to think that this pleases the gods, Satan, to put a baby in there. And this, these evil parents, these evil men, were rushing toward Israel, ready to savagely slay them because they hated God what they represented. Remember, the devil stirs up war against the Jews and the Christians. But Moses lifted his hands. And when he did, the battle turned. When his hands fell heavy, the enemy triumphed over them. And sometimes you just need to lift up your hands. Let's do it right now. And like a flag in the air, like a banner in the sky, you're saying, Jesus is Lord, and we surrender to you. And if grandma lifts her hands at lunch, you know she's doing spiritual warfare for God reigns in Miami. So Sometimes you just need to go around the house. That's one of your weapons, lifting hands. You're not feeling for the air conditioning. You're doing something spiritual. You're going for it. There's another uh, clapping. We think clapping is the theater. Ah, that was good. Righto, bravo, bravo. Can you do another one? Or we celebrate God by going, yeah, God, yay, yay, yay. But there's spiritual power in clapping. In ancient times, they would clap to shoo away evil spirits. Like you get a cat out of the house. Nasty critters. Sorry, cat lovers. But sometimes you just have to clap it out. So, when we clap, the Bible says God has gone up with a shout, and the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. So, there's also another weapon shouting. Let's just do, let's shout right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Yeah! Jesus is Lord! And there's something powerful about that. I remember preaching that in, in Barcelona, Spain, years ago. And you know, sometimes you just need to shout it out like the detergent. You just you need know, to shout it out. Get it clean, get it out of here. So they're shouting, and it happened when Joshua and the people shouted with a great shout that the walls fell flat. The Bible says God has gone up with a shout, and the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. There's praying in the Spirit. That's my wife's favorite. It's her default. Whenever she's troubled in her spirit, she immediately starts praying in the Spirit. When her emotions get out of control, she's having a hard time at at work or just stuff, she just goes to praying in the Spirit. And that's a powerful weapon. She's such a positive person. It's amazing, but that's part of her testimony, how to live victoriously. And then there's the high praises of God in our mouth, like the songs we sang, glorious, and shout to him and praise him. And it says we can bind prisoners and take captive their kings and the rulers of darkness with chains. We handcuff (laughs) demons with high praise. (laughs) They're shackled. They can't move around freely when you start to high praise. And we we don't really think about it, but that's what this means. We bind them. We restrict them. And they can't go freely around your neighborhood and around your family. And then there's the new song. And I've been here many times and talked about the new song, the Tehillah that God inhabits. That new song has power and God says He dwells in it and He fights for us. Now always remember the warhead is God's manifest presence. The bullets are God's power. His presence. We just send up the rocket of praise but the warhead is the power of His presence that does the work. Because our lifting of hands doesn't do anything. Our clapping really doesn't do anything but it activates something. We offer spiritual sacrifices to God that are mighty through God but He's the one that moves on our behalf. Remember, he said he rushed the enemy when you sing to him a new song. So we have to act. We have to step out in authority and act. I'm going to ask your brother to come on the keyboards. Just play very softly, please. I want to tell you a story of how this affects our life. We were out of the country, somewhere in Central America, and we get a phone call from the emergency ward and. Grapevine, Texas, where we live, saying our daughter is in the emergency ward. Would you come quickly? So we get off the phone. Oh, we should pray. And that no, we need to get on a plane. You know, you're shocked. You don't know what all this means. What happened? We don't know. We don't know anything. She's in the emergency ward, and she's in a coma. Oh my gosh. So, honey, we pack her clothes. We get to the airport. We try to figure out a way to get home. And we get home 24 hours after she's admitted. And there she is lying on the bed with tubes coming out of her face, black eyes, lifeless. Now, what had happened is she was influenced by a friend, so-called, who was under the influence of spirits, in my opinion. She would always make poor choices and get in trouble and get everyone in trouble. She attracts trouble. She didn't, and, and so this repeated pattern gives you an idea there's something behind this. That's not normal. Well, she had this brainy idea. Well, let's go dancing. So they went to this place. It was after hours. No alcohol was served. But they just liked to dance and have some fun. Well, little did they know that there was evil men that ran that place. And they would take water bottles and uh, they would take them and fill them full of water, I mean, c- drugs, and lay them out there and roll them out for the teenagers to drink them and watch them overdose. That's how evil they were. Now, is that normal behavior in Miami? No, it's not. It's not any human normal behavior for a human or an older person at all. So you know, demon activity, they're under the influence. In fact, I went to the Facebook page of that place and found out all the posts that parents had. Why are there always ambulances at this place? So this is not an isolated situation, a coincidence. Well, that's that's shame. It just kind of happened. No, it's a plot. And I was about to do a mentoring retreat with some young 20-somethings. And Jose and Ollie were going to come, and they did come and be part of it. But it's like the enemy said, Oh, you want to help 20-somethings? Okay, I'm going to take out your precious one. The most precious one to you she was 18 at the time and now she's in a coma what do you do so it took us a few days to get orientated and to get the report from the doctors but finally we started realizing we need to take authority over this atmosphere this room she's in so we played healing scriptures on a cd your stripes I'm healed while a keyboardist is playing in the background on this CD a friend of ours produced while she slept wifeless. then we'd play worship we got to fill the atmosphere with worship so we got Carrie Job's latest CD Majesty at the time we, we put it on had, had bathed her room with majesty, uh, uh, worship and then you have doctors are and relatives well you know it doesn't look good the reports are here. And her blood count's bad. Her uh, kidneys failed. Her uh, She had a heart attack. Uh, she's in cardiac arrest and all this is going on. This, 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 this. All negative, 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 negative. We know it attracts demons. So we said, okay, stop. If you want to talk about her condition, let's go talk outside. Kimberly put a, a sign out, don't talk in here. Go outside. Your relatives say, well, you know, George, he passed away of this. You know how they are we did everything we knew to do the elders of gateway came and prayed over her we were shocked at the high level of eldership and pastors that came it touched us deeply but she still laid there lifeless 14 days 15 days 16 days and then josue and ollie we went ahead and did the retreat because we weren't going to let the enemy triumph in this situation my wife said go ahead you go i'll stay with rachel so we had a powerful retreat. And Josue said, Can we sing over Rachel? And I said, Yeah, sure, come. So we went to the hospital. And Josue played a little drone on his iPhone. And Ollie was so cute, she got into Rachel's face and she began to sing in Spanish. I couldn't hear her and I didn't know understood the words, but she sang, Rachel she spent the longest time just singing over her. still nothing happened. So then God said to you to me, you're her dad you sing over her. Well, like most fathers I'm shy and I waited till everybody left and then I got in her face and said, arise shine Rachel your light has come. And the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. Still nothing. I don't know what happened, but sometime, was it 16 or was it 23? 16 days, all of a sudden her eyes opened and she came back to life. She was on a path to die. There was no hope, they said. But now she opens her eyes and she's alive. And she fully recovered. She grew her hair back. Her her kidneys are back to normal and she's totally revived and healthy today, 23 years old. Thank you, Lord. Now, I don't know what weapon worked, but we used every weapon we knew to do. I didn't stomp and I didn't lift my hands. That was revelation after. But there's another Christian woman that we know that entertained demons. They came by so often and they were so evident that they gave them names and made them pets of the family. And her daughter was found dead in their bathroom. And she didn't know how to fight as a Christian. Oh, she just was just, just, you know, she didn't know. There's spiritual, she didn't even know there's an enemy probably, I don't know. Kimberly tried to counsel her. That's why we know this inside story. And I did the funeral. So I don't know how this is going to affect you, but I think God sent me here to let you know and equip you in your weapons training, your weapons of worship, so when the time comes and you need them, will you use them? Well, you can't get your pistol out or your rifle out last minute got to practice. They're not going to have you sign up for the United States Army and send you somewhere if you haven't gone through boot camp and weapons training and all that because you're no good. Same in the army of God. So you got to practice your weapons. When the opportunity presents itself, you practice stomping. You practice lifting your hand, You practice singing in the spirit. Practice it. So when the time comes, like Kimberly, you'll instinctively go there. Bam! You hit the target. So I want to ask you a question. Will you enlist in God's army of worshipers? How many, how many will? Okay, good, good. Now you don't have to if you don't want to. You can still be a Christian go to heaven. But if you want to be active against darkness and proactive of pushing back the advances of the enemy and when the battle's over, you're still standing and not beat up and torn up and tormented and kidnapped and handcuffed by the enemy, blindfolded. The terrorist puts a gun to your head. That's what happens spiritually. Good Christians get in these positions, and they don't know what to do about it. And that's why her daughter's dead. So it manifests in the natural eventually. Well, thank you for raising your hands. God sees it. So I want you to stand, and I want to pray with you. Pastor Chris, you could come. If you feel fit heavenly father we stand before you as mature Christians some of us are young in our faith but we ask you to help us train us and how to use our weapons of worship to fight darkness when we need to and we know it's not us fighting it's you fighting on our behalf but we have to activate you've given us authority so we have to take that authority with our weapons and then you do the miracles You do the signs and wonders. You do the deliverance and you bring the freedom and the healing and the power to the person we're fighting for in this situation. So Father, I pray for a powerful anointing upon these Numa Church soldiers as they push back the darkness in this neighborhood and your kingdom comes in power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: stay standing there where you're at um the prayer team could come up to the front you know throughout the whole service even since i walked in here this morning i had been mentioning and my wife as well that we felt you know that there were some people that were going through issues and you know facing difficult times you know and uh, i don't think that there's a coincidence that today's message okay has to do with tools for us to be able to overcome tools to be able to put into practice in this area so I want to ask everybody if you could close your eyes for a second and in a moment if you need prayer you're going to come up here and uh, this wonderful couple will be here and pray with you but there were your eyes closed first I want to make an invitation to people that might be here watching online that have never invited Jesus to come into their heart And make Him Lord and Savior. That's the first step that we need to make. The first step is that we need to recognize that we can't do it on our own. We need help from God. And God sent His help in the form of His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, His Son, Jesus, came here to earth to bring the kingdom, to restore the things that God had designed originally, but also to pay for your sins and my sins And when Jesus died on that cross, He was taking your sins and my sins away. And today, this morning, if you open your heart to Jesus, the Bible says that you become a son or daughter of God. Till this moment, you might be His creation, made in His likeness and His image, but there's a step closer, becoming a son, becoming a daughter. You do that through an invitation of making Jesus your Lord and Savior. So there with your eyes closed, I'm going to make this prayer. And I'm going to ask you to pray with me. And you say, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. I make you my Lord and Savior. I ask you that you would forgive me of all my sins. From this day forward, take me by the hand and allow me to live for the plan and the purposes that God has for me. I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you made this prayer for the first time, can you just raise your hand to let me know that that was you, anybody here, that today made that prayer for his first time, of inviting Jesus into your heart. Amen. Now, as we stay standing, we're going to worship, and Lamar's going to lead us in this beautiful worship song called Revelation Song. And as he sings up here, if you do need prayer, You're going to come up here to the front, okay, and we're going to pray with you. We're going to partner up with you. We're going to believe that God's best for your life in this season, in a time and a moment of breakthrough over you as well. So let's worship together. your hands right there where you're at. Father we thank you this morning and as we worship you Lord we believe Father God that strongholds and principalities are falling at the feet of Jesus in our lives. We declare freedom Lord God. We declare my God that the blood of Jesus is stronger than any demon activity over our lives and we declare my God That who the Son sets free is free indeed. So Jesus, I know you are working in each of our lives. And I declare that he who started in us the good work, he will bring it to completion. He will finish it off. So we trust you, God. Even in the midst of the battle, even in the midst of the storm, we trust you, Lord. That you're going to bring us forth safely, Lord, to the other side. And we will always give you the glory we will always give you the honor and we will always be thankful for everything that you've done in our lives so we praise you in the mighty and glorious name of jesus christ and his people say amen and amen hallelujah numa church we declare god's blessing over you have an amazing week His protection over your life. Amen. His goodness and His favor resting upon you all the days of your life. God bless you. And remember, if you're here for the first time, we will wait for you in the welcome room. God bless you.